Hello, guys, and welcome to our first podcast. My name is Marco, and I'm currently living in Beijing. And this is the first episode of our podcast, Don't Judge. Astrid, you with us? Yeah. Okay. Marco, just tell, tell everyone what our podcast is about. So, our podcast is going to be mainly discussions in between three of us about a variety of topics, including art and literature, uh, politics, economics, philosophy, psychology, and so on. Yeah, basically us judging stuff in in a non-judging way, if that makes sense. That's a good way to put it. Astrid, so what are we talking about today? Um... We are talking about <laughs> coronavirus today. Right. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's a well, pretty hot topic. It does. It's basically like the only major thing that's going on right now. Like it's yeah. on everybody's mind. Yeah. And yeah. every time you like open the news, coronavirus kind of pops out. And I mean, Hubei. Haha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're gonna get to personal experience later. Okay, I think like the three of us is kind of like the first perfect combination to talk about it. Like, um, Marco is from um, Europe, and Astra literally is stuck in the center of the infection in Hubei. <laughs> and my dad is a doctor, so my life is affected in a pretty significant way. So. I think three of us can give a re- really like rich perspective on this issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also we've been trapped in China for the past two months, and yeah, I'm like, sure we can like give some good advices how to survive quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like we already did. Like yeah. we're kind of like at the end of um, this battle right now but like the rest of the world at this time they're like right in the middle and everyone is panicking and yeah I think uh, we're on different timeline and it kind of gives us a perspective on how things are going and stuff like that yeah like one of the most interesting things that that I saw, see when I go online is all those like strange acts that people do during this time. Like I saw on this website that a lot of people even started weird trends like the coronavirus challenge. So there's this TikTok star f- filmed herself licking an airplane toilet seat and posting it. <laughs> online like yeah you send us a picture yeah like it's so nasty like but there's like a huge huge amount of people that's doing it and like it's so viral online and i'm like seriously concerned about about like the future of our generation like what uh, is that what i have a question did that start like before the pandemic or during pandemic it started on March 11th-ish, like mm-hmm. around that time, which is about two weeks ago. So at that time, by the way, it's a, it's a trend in U.S. At that time, there's like already a couple thousands of people being diagnosed. So it's kind of hard to understand like 
Why would they want to do this? To be famous. It's kind um, of easier to understand once you put yourself into that perspective. Because once you get famous, you get money, and maybe you're bullied at school, and you will just find some security on the internet by doing some crazy shit. <laughs> maybe. Well, yeah, that's one possible reason for doing that. But I still don't understand. Taking a toilet seat. I mean, yeah. that's how you get yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. And uh, this other news that I read is um, one of the Swiss radio hosts filmed herself licking trash cans. Let's um, just assume that she's a sane-minded person. She went on the street and was filming herself licking various uh, public stuffs. A lot of people touch buttons, handles on public bus floor, and even rubbish can. And she titled her video "How to Get Corona: A Tutorial" by Leah. <laughs> Well, good for her. <laughs> is she trying to be funny? Did is there any following videos after the um? A lot of people are so enraged by her action. I see like, why. Yeah. Doctors are sacrificing their lives to save the patients um, all over the world, and there are like people like her just go yep. outside, ignore all the efforts those. The doctors and the nurses put into that's not only disrespectful. I would say it's almost like a terrorist act because it not only affect herself but also like affect the community around her. If she got it, she definitely will spread it. So I I think it's so irresponsible. Yeah, I realized that like people in Europe and also in US. Um, they just want to go out, no matter how dangerous outside might be. Um, and that's like one biggest difference between like how people dealt with, um, well, now it's pandemic here in China and how people are dealing with it in Europe and USA. Um, was the difference between individualistic community and collective? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big thing. Now, like. In those countries that values individualism, like if there's no government intervention and no one is willing to stay home for the sake of community, everyone is gonna die. Exactly. Everyone's、yeah. gonna get infected.、Uh, maybe not everyone die, but like everyone is gonna get infected if all they care about is having fun. Exactly, and that's the thing I don't understand about people. It's like they know there's a deadly vi- virus outside. But they still choose to go outside. To be honest, I would just say the reason for stupidity is often ignorance. They don't know how painful it would be to have pneumonia. So sometimes maybe when there might be that person that just is stupid enough to go out and not not care about like their life and stuff, but then like. If one person goes out, there will be a second person, and then there's that peer pressure and following. Like, oh, everyone is going out. Like, there's no big deal. And like in some country, people don't even wear mask because they think it's stupid. I think protecting your life is not stupid at all. Yeah, I actually have something to add on that peer pressure that you just mentioned. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin told me, I think yesterday or like two days ago, I can't remember exactly when, but she told me that uh, one of her classmates celebrated um, his 18th birthday. And those like 18th birthday in my country is like a big thing. It's like yeah. almost like a wedding, that sort of mm-hmm. celebration. And uh, she told me that like everybody that she knows went there except of her because my aunt and uncle don't allow her to go outside because of the virus. And she was like, oh my God, I feel like so bad for not going, even though like she knew like that it might be dangerous to go out. And especially when there's like a bunch of people, but she still felt bad about it. And I think uh, that peer pressure that you said, actually throwing people outside from their homes. I totally understand. If I were in that position, it would be a really hard choice to choose not to go. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that people went there actually wore masks and stuff. Yeah. Did they? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Is the situation bad in Bosnia right now? Uh, well, they find bad. I mean, there, I there are... I bad in Serbia. Yeah, in Serbia it's much worse than in Bosnia. Uh, I think Bosnia has now more than 100 cases. Yeah. Ooh. Let's just hope all of them are in the hospital and no one is running around. Hopefully, yes. Well, I hope people <laughs> just, like get a bit smarter and less ignorant. Yeah. You know, like, another thing about this virus is it's not, like, the death rate is actually pretty low. I think that's another reason why a lot of people are not taking it seriously. They might think that they actually, like, they might think, oh, I'm a healthy person. I I exercise, I eat well. Maybe even if I got it, I won't have the serious symptoms and it won't affect me that much. But that is also, like, being super irresponsible. As we discussed before, like, the individualism yeah. Just because you don't get it doesn't mean the people around you won't get it from you. So exactly, I saw in a YouTube that, video. That's also one aspect. Mm-hmm. A lot of young people they were running around going to parties, and one reason they said it's because they are young, they wouldn't get the virus. So even if they got it, they wouldn't die from it. So they just don't care. In general, but that's actually not true. Like there are some cases of like young people dying. Right? It's not only... Yeah, and also it's not just about themselves. It's about their parents. They're, like, people around them. Anyone could get from it. Like, the virus is not racist at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, compared to some people. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of racism. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of racism. (laughs) What do you guys think about Chinese virus? Oh, Oh, Chinese virus. I am not... (laughs) We're sure about yeah, that. Do you even have a passport? Like well, a <laughs> that's a good question. So just to give everyone a little bit background, on on March 24th, Trump, and earlier this month, Trump referred to this pandemic as the Chinese virus, and he got so much criticism and outrage in America. People signed a petition demanding Trump to apologize and he refused because he think that it is really important to address where the virus came from. Yeah, it's the like biggest argument. He was like, well, virus came from China. 
I mean, like. <laughs> but the thing is, he is a president. He represents his country. If he does that, like he need to realize his words not only hurt the international relationships, but also hurts the domestic、um, Chinese Americans. I mean, you can't tell who are like Chinese American or Chinese traveler, right? Like,、yeah. so when people go on street, they like whenever they see an Asian person, even though they might be Japanese,、mm. they were like, yeah, I don't know, shouting mean stuff. Can you just imagine the kids our age in America, like what kind of bullying they're suffering right now? I can't. Like, they should really、I'm、be careful. Sorry, Chinese Americans, they are doctors. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> calling it Chinese slurs. Thing that really got me is Trump is not a stupid person. He is not stupid. In fact, he's like smarter than most of the people. But I wonder why he does it. I feel like、well. there's something behind it. He's trying to use it as a, I don't know, kind of a target to move people's attention.、Mm-hmm. Exactly. There are like a lot of people that's xenophobic, and、yeah. uh, maybe he was trying to get those people's support for his second election.、Right. I mean, it's just a、yeah. theory. Yeah, it's impossible theory, and also I agree with Astrid that like he's kind of shifting the perspective,、um, because in the United States right now.、Uh, They have a huge problem with like medical supplies and ventilators,、mm-hmm. and they have a、um, huge lack of medical staff and equipment.、Uh, yeah, and I think、uh, using the term Chinese virus is kind of shifting from like domestic problems to blaming someone else for it. It's called pointing fingers. Exactly. <laughs> How fun. I actually read this statistic that says only five percent of the、uh, medical supplies are produced domestically in the United States.、Mm-hmm. So whenever a pandemic comes, you guys have to rely on international trade for the rest of ninety-five percent.、Mm-hmm. But now, like everyone is suffering, and I don't、yeah. think anyone have excess、um, supplies.、Yeah. That means U.S. is going to be. In big trouble if、um, yeah. supplies run run out. And speaking of ventilators, this coronavirus actually causes disease in the lungs, right? So your、yeah. lungs don't function well. And one of the severe symptoms of、uh, coronavirus is you turn purplish, like greenish, because you don't get <laughs> you, you don't get enough. Oxygen. It's true. Like if you don't get get enough oxygen, your lips kind of turn purple. A ventilator can alleviate that, right? So if they're running low on that, it's just gonna increase the death rate、yeah. in the US. Yeah,、so. I think there are already more than thirty thousand deaths worldwide,、mm-hmm. or、well, at least reported. Because there are so many deaths that are underreported, which is really annoying. <sighs> But I mean, you can't do anything about it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to note that、um, we are not throwing shade on Trump <laughs> right now. I mean, 
Um, We're just discussing it in a neutral. Yeah, yeah, because like um, personally, I think most of the world got offended when Trump called it a Chinese virus, and we must admit that it wasn't okay to do that, even though. I mean, we know that the virus came from China. Uh, it's still not fair to do that, uh, especially with all the racism that's been going on. Um, and I think he, as a president, should realize his responsibilities. But I mean, again, I want to say that, uh, however, this like uh, bad sounds. I mean, I don't want this to kind of reflect that we hate someone. It's just what we think. It's not okay. And also, uh, when they were discussing about this Chinese virus uh, thingy, uh, they also made the point that, like, uh, so what should we do with Spanish flu? Like, we call it Spanish flu, right? Even though, like, Spanish flu did not come from Spain. But is it still okay to call it a Spanish flu? What do you guys think? Um, can you tell, tell us more about the Spanish flu? Well, uh, Spanish flu uh, happened after World War One. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. it did not originate in Spain. Spain kind yeah. of identified this virus that was causing it. And when they were about to say to the rest of the world, they were like, oh, yeah, let's go in like Spanish flu. It was like a flu symptom, right? Um, oh, now it was, like, More severe than flu. It was like deadly at that time. I think the problem is not naming a virus by a location or a ethnic group. The problem is the stigmatizing. The motivation behind Trump using this word is to push away responsibilities and st stigmatize the Chinese population. When you compare that to the Spanish flu, it's a completely different story because, first of all, it didn't came from Spain, and second of all, they're the one that actually identified it. So there's no sense of um, pointing finger or stigma in that name. So I think, especially in the crisis, people should work together and not fight over each other. Yeah, right. I agree. From my perspective, I think what Trump did is really bad, not only for the international relationship, but also for the citizen that he represents. He's hurting the people he represents. Yeah, true. And I think another news that kind of shows his ignorance is that he wants to open U.S. by Easter, despite health officials' warnings, because he thinks that unstable economy and forced isolation will have more consequences than the virus itself. That's like his mm -hmm. way of thinking. Because he's a businessman. Exactly. And the only thing he thinks about is money and economy. But like, again, I'm thinking about all those people that are going to be affected by this. And the thousands who are going to die. You know how in Korea and other countries that dealt this really well, like, they did not close down their borders, but everyone, there's no exception. Everyone that came into the country have to be isolated for 14 days to check for symptoms. And I'm not sure if his plan included that, but if he did not include that, that would be a huge mistake. Yeah. 
And I kind of understand like where he came from because there's also that satellite crisis happened not long ago when the OPEC kind of isn't functioning anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so to give a bit background, when the coronavirus first affected China, it cut down the demand for oil so huge that OPEC have to meet and decide to cut down the supplies because otherwise uh, the price would plunge. They have to decide how much each country have to um, cut their supplies. And Russia being part of the OPEC plus was mm-hmm. the country that would take a significant cut as pressured by the Saudi Arabia. So they were really upset about it. And after mm-hmm. a meeting that did not end well, they just kind of walked out and said that everyone will start producing as much as they want. That's basically the opposite of OPEC. Like the point of OPEC is to set a price and set a quantity so everyone can have greater benefit. But now everyone is producing like as much as they want. So cartel just doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. I think the price of oil dropped by 25 cents in US. And I am not clear about that, but it was a huge drop in recent years. So... That affected so many businesses, not only, for instance, in China, because of the the block on traffic and everything, a lot of the business are already affected and added this oil price drop. It just have a tremendous um, economic shock on the world market, not just China. Yeah. So I kind of understand like where Trump came from because U.S. being a country that also produce a lot of oil mm-hmm. and are also a oil user because all the car industry and it, it affected them greatly. So a lot of people are losing jobs, companies are going bankrupt, and people are worried about their future and schools are closed down um, people are not doing anything so i think not only like economically are people affected like there's like there's that psychological anxiety and yeah pressure yeah well, yeah definitely like economics is being like affected by this virus <clears throat> and also like aviation as well Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. aviation is like the industry right now that is greatly being affected by this virus. Oh yeah, last time I checked, um, a ticket from Ningbo, the city uh, my dad lives, to Beijing is like $200. And it was like, usually it's like almost a thousand. And they, they even have tickets that's like five buck, five Chinese yuan. Oh my god. Yeah, actually, like it's so everything, uh, transportation, it's mm-hmm. so cheap right now because no one uses it. And yeah. if they don't sell anything, 
Like they're gonna lose money anyway,、yeah. so they lower the price. Maybe someone will fly around for fun because <laughs> if the airplane sits there, <laughs> there's that sunk cost anyway, right? Yeah, I just hope pilots and flight attendants will still have jobs after this pandemic. <laughs> after it, definitely. But now, definitely not. I guess. Yeah. How do you guys feel about the pandemic? I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> you don't? Well, kind of、no. same. <laughs> I'm kind、yeah. of like sure now. Like in the beginning, I'm like, oh my god, let me go back to school. I miss my friends. Please let me go. And then now it's like, oh, this is pretty nice, actually. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of get used to it. I'm just like skating every single day, so I'm pretty chill about everything, and I'm skipping classes. To be honest, I know it's not good. It's <laughs> kind of getting a cycle of not doing my work and skipping classes,、uh, and just like boozing around with my friends. But it's pretty bad. But I can't control it. Yeah, I also want to add to the point that you mentioned about APs. Since you're doing them online, I definitely don't want to go back to school and do it online. I would rather be in my room and do it online. Well, it's open book. Exactly. <laughs> You've read the news, right? Jason sent to me. Jason was like, "Oh, you you're probably gonna be interesting there, so I just sent you the message." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was、yeah. in my dentist, and I literally <laughs> jumped from the um, what do you call it, the surgery chair. I yeah, <laughs> I was so freaking shocked. Open book. Oh my god! How how the hell are you? I I just. Oh my god! No. I mean, they said it's like about skills and experience rather than like knowing facts. <laughs> I would say it's gonna be better for people who are doing humanities subjects, such as literature. Because you can just open the book and check whichever lines you're gonna use and quotes. If everything is open book, I mean, like if everyone is gonna be open book, that's why I call it crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, um, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's not、yeah. official yet. We are still waiting for Friday. Oh, that's so good for AP Psychology. Oh my god! I know it's good for every subject I take. To be honest, wait, can I can I call you while I'm doing my um AP Calculus? <laughs> Open book, Kolmadi. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, you、yeah. know what my dad said? My dad literally said. Oh, um, I'll get you a doctor, like literally a person who has doctor degree that my family knows. I'll literally get him to sit beside you while you're doing your math, because we just need a score, right? It's not like you're going to use math in your future. We just need a score to get into college. My、exactly. dad said it. I was like,、uh, I was like, what the hell? Like, dad, I thought you were an honest、dad. person. I thought my dad was an honest person because he looked <laughs> honest. He's like the representation of honesty. I was so、oh. freaked out when he when he said it. I, I was like, oh my I god! I wish my dad was like that. <laughs> yeah, I need a doctor too. I need four <laughs> doctors for me. 
Oh, we haven't okay. talked about vaccination yet. Oh, shoot. I forgot about that point. Okay. Madi, you want to say something? Okay. Okay, so not long ago, U.S. and China announced that they both have vaccination developed and they're distributing it and hoping to get um, most of the population immune to the disease. But mm-hmm. on one of the articles that I read, the plan for U.S. is if they get about 80% to 60% of the population immune, it will effectively stop the spreading of the virus. But that's going to take more than a year to complete. And it's kind of silly, like, U.S. is already rushing the development of vaccination because it wasn't actually tested on human subject yet, and they distributed it. I don't know how well it works here. There's not much information about that. But I think it is one of the, what's it called, one of the solution to this crisis. Yeah, but are the vaccinations safe? I mean, like, since they haven't been tested. Yeah, you know, like, there's always debate about vaccination, right? Well, yeah. There's even, like, organizations against vaccination. Yeah, which I which think it's totally personally, ridiculous. Yeah, I find, yeah, I find oh. silly. But um, okay. Everybody has a choice. We don't judge. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, so vaccination. It's good that people yeah. are working on it, right? But I think, like, personally, from my perspective, and I know nothing, I'm just a messed up team <laughs> stays at home. But in my opinion, <clears throat> I believe the best way to this um, problem is social distancing. If, mm-hmm. like, if we can just pause everyone and, like, lock everyone at home for, like, 14 days, I think this crisis will end in a month if everyone can do that order takeouts and when you go out you sanitize everything you touch like don't touch your face like all that stuff yeah and like stay at home Mm -hmm. if everyone can do that perfectly then it will be over in like a month but apparently they can't parties well yeah not everybody can stay at home locked (laughs) i mean Mm. i mean i kind of understand people yeah i mean Think about us at the beginning of this. Yeah, like oh everyone was. I, I don't. Oh my god, it's 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 terrible. <laughs> I, I I don't ever want to go back to that situation. It's like it almost killed me. Like yeah, literally. I mean, you were in Hubei, which was at that time like the epicenter. I mean, yeah. you still are there. Yeah, but it's much better now. You can just go out without any restriction. Good. But last two months was a disaster. Like, I had so many relapses to my depression, anxiety, and I almost even had schizophrenic symptoms. It was like, oh my god, I, I, I wouldn't, I would never go back to what I was. That's just, ugh. yeah. And that was because of this pandemic? Yes. Because you're locked. Well, well, like, think about it. Like, you're literally locked inside with no touch with anybody else around you. I mean, like, 
with the outside world. Yeah, like your support system was literally yeah. broke down. Have you ever watched like those reality shows when they put like a bunch of people in the same house? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And like after a month or two, I don't know, they all become like so nervous and anxious and they just start yelling at each other for no reason. I mean, that's kind of like this. Yeah, exactly. When you but think about it. If they stay one another month, they will be like, oh, this is pretty chill. Well. I think, like, <laughs> there's always that phase of adaptation, you know? Like, coming from a person that went to, I don't know, 15 schools, the first two <laughs> months is the worst. Like, I still remember the first two weeks. Like, I adapt pretty quickly because I, I adapted to so many schools. But, like, the first two weeks still sucks. Doubting everything. Oh, should I do this? Why did that person say that? Oh, everything is wrong. And and then like after that stage, it's just sweet. And I I know you guys and life was pretty good. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like it's different for me because kind of because I have bipolar disorder and every time when I go to a different place I would just be in my maniac stage. I'm just so excited about everything and so excited to know new friends well I call them friends. <laughs> anyway, excuse me. So, excuse me. Well <laughs> <laughs> now. It's still <laughs> I just don't judge. Anyways. Okay. So when I first go to a place, I'm just so excited to find out new things about there. And after a couple of weeks or months, um, I would just start having my crackdown. Like, literally, I would just go to my depressive st- state and start, I don't know, just start being pathetic. Mm. So I kind of started very high and then started going down. That's like my pattern. Too. Yeah, you were pretty high when we first met you. Yeah, I was like, I was, I don't know, I, I looked like I was going on drugs, but I was actually not. Oh, wait, yes, I was. You Sorry. were not? Yes. <laughs> I didn't oh, quit my okay. drugs. <laughs> Confession. <laughs> so weird. Oh. Madi, what were you thinking about? Oh, I was. I I couldn't really I couldn't really hear what Astrid said. I just heard drugs a lot. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, my internet is bad. Oh, I apologize. Okay. No, I just heard drugs a lot, so I was like, oh, let's let's not let the government hear about it. Well, I mean, guys, do you have any tips for like people who are? getting quarantined like right now (laughs) um i really connected with my family during the quarantine my grandma was stuck in beijing with us and she doesn't read and she she doesn't use technology so and i have to do online school right and my yeah my mom and my cousin have to go to work and but um when whenever they come back we will like play play games like pokers mm-hmm. and like talk and like this is like the most time I have spent with family like in recent oh, years. Nice. Yeah, it's 
it's kind of nice, but for those that, I don't know, happen to be alone, I guess, indulge in games and entertainment and, or maybe you can go spiritual and like live like you're a monk. And I, <laughs> oh, that's always an option. Yeah, you can be a monk in your, I don't know, lockdown hotel or like apartment or house. And uh, meditation, meditation, spiritual journey, and all that stuff. And oh yeah, read books. I I read, watch, play. I think cooking is also another. Yeah. Oh my god. It's also healthy. Like if you eat out and order takeout, it's exactly high fat, and I don't know. You don't know what chemicals they put in to get you addicted, right? Yes. Right, <laughs> and it's it's also a very important survival skill. Exactly, yeah. Like for those that's going to college, you're gonna need it. And even if you don't go to college, when you move out of your parents' house, you're gonna need it sometimes. Yeah, I just have cereals every day. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I would also agree with Astrid what she said. About meditation. Oh yeah. Yeah, about meditation that. and yoga. I think they're really, really healthy for your body and for your mental health. Uh, cross out the I think. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> they're they're good for you, and once you kind of get into it, it's actually very enjoyable. Yeah, I think this is pretty much it. Stay alive. Don't be like those silly people and. Yeah, please at home. Oh, another advice: If you're bored, go online and indulge yourself in the political and economic drama. I think it's pretty fun. <laughs> Look at the news and see all the things I don't know the smart people and the stupid people do. No offense. <laughs> yeah, like it's an interesting time. Definitely, like once in a lifetime kind of an event that's happening right now. And let's hope. It's not gonna happen for a long time again.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, this could be the end of humanity, guys. Okay,、yeah. let's not spread conspiracy theories. No, <laughs> let's leave this for another episode. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for listening.、Mm-hmm. I think this was all for our first episode. Thank you guys for coming.、Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, stay safe, stay positive, stay healthy, and stay at home. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.